0: It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Hey now. What's up, everybody? Uh, Hey now to all of you. Happy belated Canada Day. We turned 153 yesterday. We're such a young country, you know? Like when you stop and think about the rich history of others. Uh, And not that we don't have a rich history. It's just we don't really know a whole ton about it. Either way, formally, 153 years old. Now that Canada Day has gone by, we're now into the second half of 2020. And the first half sucked so bad. It was <laughs> fucking terrible. So That's
1: one way to put it, but probably one of the only ways to put it. Yep.
0: If 2020 was a movie, you would have walked out and demanded your money back at this point. That's how bad 2020 was. But uh, only halfway there. That means you've got half that time to turn things around. So here's hoping we all win the lottery and coronavirus goes away <laughs> and we all start respecting each other. And uh, Everyone gets a has raise. Pro-
1: Everyone gets a raise. It's a great. Raise.
0: It's, it's... No one cares about wearing masks anymore. No. Like All that sort of stuff. All of it could still happen before 2020 is over. Uh, The hockey season is going to resume, though. We'll talk about that coming up in a few minutes. But first off, since Corona came up, you're at a very interesting juncture in your life right now, everybody, where you need to ask yourself, are you willing to risk it all to go to a Vanilla Ice concert? (laughs) And if the answer is yes, then holy shit, have we got an opportunity for you.
1: It's amazing to me, Scott, that there's people doing this that... The first concert, they want to attend that concert so bad that they will do anything, including buy a ticket to see Vanilla Ice. People are pissed off at him. I'll tell you guys what's going on. So, people are pissed off at Vanilla Ice right now. And I, they should, can I just say though, they should share equal, they should be pissed off as much with the venue and maybe even with the state of Texas, if that's, or even the city that it's in uh, for this. But the Vanilla Ice concert, it's part of a 4th of July event, is taking place Friday night. And the reason why they're allowed to get away with it is because the venue counts as a restaurant. Now, the place we're finding has a capacity of 2,500 people. This is a massive, quote unquote, restaurant.
0: A restaurant that holds
1: 2,500 people? I feel like this was one of those dine in during the day and early evening, and then it turned into a club. We all know like establishments like that. That was kind of the deal. So, because it's still serving, they're still serving food. It doesn't necessarily count as a concert, but people who know things about this place know that they're treating it just like a concert. And he says he doesn't give a shit. In other words, um, here's what he says, quote, we didn't have coronavirus then or cell phones in the 90s or computers. We did have Blockbuster, Beavis and Butthead and Wayne's World. He is going forward with it, doesn't seem to care that other people are pissed off that he's doing so, and possibly helping to spread the virus.
0: That's an interesting point. Okay, if you're from the 90s, you probably can't catch coronavirus because there was no coronavirus in the 90s. Yeah. What an interesting argument, Vanillaise. That's Vanilized. what he's trying to
1: say, because it's a throwback. It's kind of like a throwback-themed party, right? So it's Vanillaise, and there's a couple other throwback-themed things happening. But because this is his argument, <laughs> which is so stupid.
0: That is ridiculous. That's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. Yeah, uh, you know what? Trying to get away with this on a technicality. By the way, oh well, technically we're a restaurant, not a club. Even though you have every intention of opening up as a club, you should the, these club owners should accept responsibility if somebody actually catches COVID nineteen at that show. If somebody goes and gets coronavirus at a vanilla ice concert, number one, that's a weird fucking thing to have to explain to the contact tracers. Could
1: you imagine? How'd you catch the coronavirus? Oh, I chanced it at a vanilla ice concert. (laughs) That's brutal.
0: Seriously. How do you explain that to the contact tracers? Okay, your test came back positive. Now we need to know who you've been in contact with so we can let them know. Oh, I was with uh, 2,499 other people at a fucking Vanilla Ice concert. Well, shit. How how do you... That person's going to laugh their butt off before they start calling the other 2,499 people. That's nuts. Oh, and by the way, is there really a huge demand for Vanilla Ice concerts right now in 2020?
1: I think that, honestly, a lot of these venues who are going to chance it and get away with it as a, quote, restaurant are taking whoever they can get. There's a lot of smart artists out there who won't even show up to award shows mtv vmas for example they're still planning to go ahead august 30th it's going to be much more scaled back there will barely be an audience but the artists are available to use the stage it'll be filmed there so they don't have to worry about doing it from home still in doing all those things you know you're going to have those artists who say i'm not chancing it i'm not risking it vanilla ice not one of those he doesn't care it seems so he's going forward with it
0: Well, in his defense, I mean, he's probably out a lot of money. I'm sure he had other shows canceled. So the fact that somebody's still willing to pay him to perform, the risk of him catching anything is probably fairly low. The risk of people at the concert that are all shoulder to shoulder, that's probably a lot higher than than public health is happy with. I can't imagine that this is going to happen. I mean, surely common sense will prevail. And they'll go to that place and say, "Okay, listen, just because you serve food doesn't mean you're an actual restaurant. You are going to be shut down at 6 p.m. this Friday night so that you can't do your damn Vanilla Ice concert. Rob Van Winkle, uh, work out a deal with him to not (laughs) perform. You all need to stop, collaborate and And listen.
1: listen.
0: Because Ice is back with a brand new invention. And something will grab a hold of you. (laughs) Tightly.
1: Okay. All right. All right.
0: We won't do the whole song. But you get the point, right? Yeah, I get the point. Uh, Oh, speaking of which, there is a club in Toronto that has now been fined, and they may actually end up getting shut down because police found out they held a backdoor party on the weekend. (gasps) This is a club that was forced to shut down. And they don't have any outdoor seating or a patio of any kind, but they decided they wanted to continue doing nightclub kind of things. So they let people come in through the back door, keep it on the down low, we're going to have a club night.
1: Oh, who, what could possibly go wrong?
0: Seriously, what were you guys thinking?
1: What were you thinking?
0: I mean... I get that you want to make money, and that's totally understandable, and and uh, maybe nightclubs should be open. I don't think so. I'm just sort of uh, playing devil's advocate here. Maybe they should. Um, You still have to wait until you get the go-ahead from public health. There's still a virus out there, and even though there's not a ton of people catching it right now, you still can't open up a damn nightclub. Mm -hmm. I think the last two things to reopen are going to be clubs and gyms.
1: Yeah, you're right. I mean, you could just think about it, right? Just think about the way that works. Wearing a face mask while dancing. And by the way, (laughs) I have to tell you this story. So Scott and I both, we, we do commercials and things on the side. We have our FM radio show. Yes, we both have side hustles too, like a lot of people do. And so I was just voicing a commercial yesterday for a place in Denver, a nightclub in Denver that is open It is open as usual, except for just bring your mask and everything will be fine. They also say they encourage social distancing while you're in the venue. Where do you see this going wrong? Like,
0: you don't think people are going
1: to take off their masks constantly? A, they're going to be drinking. Yep. B, there's going to be dipshits who don't care at all who take it off when, let's say, bouncers who are working the crowd to make sure people keep their masks on don't. It's just... This is why it's spreading so bad. This is why, especially in the States, it's so bad. I mean, I don't know. It, it, it shocks me. It really does.
0: That's wild. Coronavirus seems to be basically out of control in America. They had
1: 50,000
0: new cases yesterday. Do you want to know how bad COVID-19 in America is? Yesterday on Fox Business, Donald Trump actually said wearing a mask is a good idea. This is a guy who has resisted Mm -hmm. wearing masks, won't impose it on anybody because there's a large faction of his base that feel it's, I don't know, oppression uh, against their, their, uh, their rights. It's crazy that they think that they're really being inconvenienced by being forced to do something for their own health. But either way, he's resisted it. Now he's flat out saying, yeah, if you're in a place where you can't physically distance, you should absolutely wear a mask. And he actually claimed that he himself has worn one. He says, people saw it. People saw me wearing a mask. (laughs) One person saw me. Well, they probably saw him try it on. OK, so the media is all over Don. If you ever watch CNN, you probably see this. The media is freaking out that Trump won't wear a mask. Uh, let's be honest here. He really doesn't need to wear a mask. He doesn't. He is distanced from almost everybody. He's the most protected and isolated person in the free world.
1: Right. Right. And it's not like this guy waltzes around Target and hangs out at Walmart or does his own grocery shopping, I suppose, too, right?
0: In fact, the only people that are allowed in-person access to the president himself get tested every single day for coronavirus. And I believe they have to wear a mask when they're around him. So he doesn't really need to. He's been tested a few times now, came back negative every time. He doesn't need to. So I really don't understand the media's fascination with him not wearing one, other than, let's be honest, it is a good example to set. If he wears a mask, it's more likely that his supporters will. Uh, They asked Americans, this is the Pew Research Center, how dissatisfied they are with how their country is being run. The poll was conducted late last week as coronavirus cases spiked in America. They found the vast majority of Americans are dissatisfied with how their country is being run. No way. (laughs) 46% feel hopeful about America. 53% do not. Only 37% call Donald Trump a good commander in chief or even a good communicator. 28% Say Joe Biden would be better. Only twenty-eight percent. This is America, the leader of the free world, heading into an election for president, and their leaders are getting numbers like twenty-eight percent and thirty-three percent, thirty-seven percent. That's crazy to me, cat. How can a country like America only have those two guys as their options? <laughs>
1: <laughs> How? Yeah. How is that even possible? I know. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know, Scott. It, it's funny. This conversation has come up a couple of different times with several people. You, you and I have talked about this, too, a couple of times. I, I. My only hope is, and again, I'm trying to be positive on everything that's happening, especially this year, like especially this year. We need more people that, that are interested in running. We need more people in politics that, that have common sense and are watching everything that's happening going, okay, I want this to change too, right? Regardless of what you think politically, we need more people to at least give that an option for themselves because I think a lot of people don't think of themselves in that way, but they could, you know?
0: You you know, it's kind of funny that now Canadians can travel to Europe again. Europe has opened their borders to people from certain countries. Canada is one of those countries. You can, if you want, fly over to the UK today. You can go to France. You can go to Germany. You can go really wherever you want in the EU. You just have to self-isolate for two weeks when you come back. America was not invited to the party. Can you imagine a world where Americans are not allowed to leave America? Some of them will think that's great because they think they're the greatest country in the world and they don't want to go anywhere anyway. But there's a lot of Americans, many of them probably listening to this podcast right now. We have thousands of listeners south of the border that are probably thinking to themselves, something's pretty fucky here when Americans are not allowed to leave America. When Europe has closed their doors, and technically Canada has as well, our border is closed until July 21st at the earliest. Americans are kind of stuck. Nobody wants them because they're contagious. That's the the line that the rest of the countries are putting out there. Too high risk to have Americans coming here when they're getting 50,000 new cases a day. Mm-hmm. It's messed up. Now maybe you're asking yourself, "Well, how is it spreading so badly in America?" Let me take you to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Students who have been diagnosed with COVID-19 have been attending parties in the city and surrounding area as part of a disturbing contest To see who can catch coronavirus first. You heard that right. You don't need to rewind. Say that
1: again. I don't even believe you. All right. I'll
0: say it again. So you don't have to rewind. As part of a disturbing contest to see who can catch the virus first. Oh, my
1: God.
0: So here's how it works. Students and I believe it's the University of Alabama in particular Mm. that was implicated, have been throwing parties. And everybody who comes to the party throws 10 bucks in the pot or 20 bucks in the pot. Whoever the first person is to come back with a positive test wins the money in the pot. Oh, jeez. I mean, if there's a lot of people at the party, maybe you could win a lot of money, but you have to catch COVID-19 willingly to get that Two hundred bucks. When is that spaceship
1: bucks. to the moon coming? And is there a spot? I'm not sure where we where we are on that. I know we want to make a
0: reservation. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. need
1: to make a reservation. I'm good with a one way ticket because <laughs> this is so ridiculous. Mm-hmm.
0: I know it's crazy, uh, but there's people, as you know, that don't take it seriously, and that's fine. We all see them on Twitter and on Facebook and and whatever. I mean, to each their own. As long as when you're interacting with the public, you do what you can to make sure everyone else is safe couple other quick things on this. 60% of people admit the amount of times they have masturbated has substantially increased since the introduction of the pandemic. Only 60% are masturbating more than they used to. Well, I have some some follow up questions here. How much more are you doing different shit or are you still just doing the same old masturbation that you always did? How uh, uh, different rooms? Are you thinking of different things or is it just flat out? "Eh, I'm bored, so I'll rub one out. I'd like to know more about this survey, but this is all we got. Sixty percent of people admit they are masturbating more. Prostitutes in the Netherlands have gone back to work, but they're not kissing the guys who hire them anymore because of the pandemic. Oh well, that'll solve the problem, won't it? You can still go and and bang a prostitute. You just can't actually kiss them. Just First not, off, right. I don't think I knew that you could kiss them. Am I crazy, oh, or does that seem I, a little weird?
1: You know what? That's um, it would seem weird to me, but some people are who who go and 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 acquire those services are also missing that. They're missing everything. They want to cut after laughter even. There are some people that probably do request that, right? Really? I'm just guessing. I'm assuming that's what people do. And some people aren't just in for the bam, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, and leave. Some people want a little bit more. They're missing the human touch, possibly. That's what I could see happening in some cases, sure.
0: A uh, Food critic in Washington, D.C. claims he has ordered takeout for every meal since the lockdown or quarantine, if you will, began. He says he was high on medical marijuana and ended up spending more than 20,000 dollars. Whoa. If you ordered three meals a day here, let me do a little bit of quick math here. see, so you order three meals a day, How much is the average meal? I'm going to say For one person.: Yeah,
1: 15 bucks with let's delivery. Say, yeah, 15 to, I was going to say 15 to 20 to put, put, with the tip, right?
0: Right? Times let's say 90 let's say 110 days. Okay, I only come out at $5,000, so this food critic must be like dining real, real high end, like Ruth's Chris on Skip the Dishes and shit like that. <laughs> he had to have if he spent more than $20,000, but I get it. You're high, and you get a little hungry. I get it. Totally get it. Um, let's talk about the tip out before we talk about the big dick stuff. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you, coming up in a few minutes, this is Crazy. They asked women about the ideal size of a man's dick.
1: So we're going to talk about small tips and big tips still to come on the podcast.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly. I'm a little frustrated, actually, because I said that when we entered stage two, if I go out to restaurants or to patios or whatever, I will be a good tipper. And when I got my haircut, I tipped 50 percent. 50 percent? No, no. I tipped 100 percent. I think it was like 27 bucks and I left a $25 tip. I thought that that was a nice thing to do. I know my stylist has been out of work for a while. And I think tipping is just a nice way of saying thank you. I appreciate you. I'm glad to see you. I missed you. I missed you. Yes. So I always try and tip well whenever I can. And when I go to a restaurant, standard for me is 20%. I know that there's some people who think 15% is standard. There's some people who think 15 max if the server earns it. No, uh, for me, it's just a straight up twenty percent every time, or I'll just round up if it's a. If I go into a a bar and I order a beer and it comes to five seventy five, uh, sometimes I'll even slap down a ten and say keep the change. I just like to do that. I think it's a nice thing to do. But my daughter uh, came home from work yesterday and she was upset. And in talking to her about why she was upset, I found this out. I guess I did not know what a tip out is. Mm-hmm. However, when she went to work yesterday, because people were so fucking cheap and bitchy, by the way, she said people are just ruthless right now. They complain about everything. And to all of them, it seems to be the waitress or waiter's fault. And she said they're just generally rude and they don't tip. But because she did so little in tips yesterday, after she did her tip out, Mm -hmm. she actually lost money. She worked for seven hours and it cost her money to work those seven hours because she had to pay a tip out but didn't actually make any tips. Can you explain what this tip out is? Because I don't know if I fully understand it, but I know that I'm fucking mad.
1: So in the big, especially in the bigger restaurant chains, and every restaurant operates differently outside of those big restaurant chains. But in the big, in the bigger ones, um, what will happen is you have a couple of people that help out. They make a certain wage, and really they don't get tips. I'll give you a couple of examples: hosts and hostesses. Those are the people that greet you when you come in. They seat your table. Oftentimes they're also bussers. They're cleaning the table after you're done. They're helping the turnover stay high. They're helping waiters and waitresses get more people into their seats. They don't get tips. So what they do to try to be fair with people like hosts and hostesses, also expeditors in the kitchen who kind of finish the plate off and make sure the plate gets to the right table, they will get a tip out. So basically what it is, is it's an incentive to A, have people even want those positions because why would you want to work your ass off on a Friday night when it's super busy and crazy. You watch all these waiters and waitresses get crazy tips and make serious cash and you're making the same amount whether you work on a Thursday afternoon or you're working the Friday night shift. So why would you want to work the Friday night shift? It's basically the restaurant's way of making sure that they can employ those people and there's a little bit of an incentive for them to make sure that they get that turnaround, the speedy service, get the plates on the tables, etc. So because that's helping the waiters and waitresses out, they tip out at the end of the night. Now the tip out is actually not taken from their tips. Just to clarify, it is their food sales. For bartenders, usually it's you're giving a percentage of the alcohol sales because the bartenders are in charge of making the drinks for your table. It's not the actual waiter and waitress in these restaurants. So basically what that means is, let's say all through the night you've got shitty tippers, maybe like your daughter had, but they rack up bills. Their bills for $100. Then over here it's uh, 75 bucks. Then over here it's another $120. But the tips are shit. They're calculating, it's usually 2% but 1 to 2% of your food totals going to those people, going to the hosts, hostesses and expediters as an example and the bartender as well for the alcohol sales. So you could have racked up crazy bills got tipped like shit, it means you're actually paying out at the end of the night more money than you possibly made in tips. So what's the freaking point? That's why it's so important to tip. And I know the argument because we've talked about, we've talked about this before. And trust me, I, I don't disagree with why don't they just make it minimum wage to start and make it a seniority thing and you work your way up and get a raise and then nobody has to worry about tipping. But then it becomes a process, right? People are used to tipping at this point. That's just the way that the restaurant industry works. And has always worked to make it fair and make sure that the restaurant keeps all of their employees happy. But
0: it's not fair. Uh, Let me just say, if the restaurant really has a vested interest in making all of the staff happy, then the restaurant should pay those people. They don't have to go to the servers who are working just as hard and they are the front line for every restaurant or bar. You don't have to go to them and say, hey, you know all that money that you made us tonight? Take some of it and give it to such and such. Because we don't want to. In some cases, the damn manager gets tipped out. I don't understand how you, as the manager, this is your job and you get paid very well for it, can say, "Mm, I know you guys worked your butts off tonight. Give me a little cut of that. I want a little taste.
1: Like it's the fucking mob. That is really messed up to me. And there are some restaurants that do it. I never worked at a restaurant that had that in place, but I've heard of that. And that is ludicrous because like you said, that is the manager's job. That manager's making that money, whether it's four dead nights in a row, they're making decent money. The waiters and waitresses are not because they're waiting on people to come in in order to get those tips. They rely on those tips. So I completely agree with you there. The trouble is it's hard as a manager and as a as a restaurant to keep people employed like generally and to keep people employed that are working their asses off Why would they want that shift? They'll say, no, screw that. I don't want that shift. I'll I'll work a different shift because I make the same money. It's the incentive to work those busy nights and keep the restaurant making the money they make on those busy nights. Well,
0: maybe just like in many other industries, there should be a shift premium. If you're going to work a busy Friday night, uh, you get um, a regular minimum wage. If you're going to work like a Thursday morning, you just get the the other minimum wage. And by the way, minimum wage is supposed to be exactly that, a minimum wage wage if you're good enough that you get tips on top of that good for you that's great but a minimum is supposed to be a minimum and we should be paying that to our servers in hospitality industry no more of this server wage shit and then once people are satisfied that servers and and people in the uh, hospitality industry are getting a proper minimum wage maybe they'll base their tipping decisions on that but either way this just seems like the restaurants passing the buck to everybody but not walking by the mirror in the meantime. You, you pay. And I get that there's not some massive profit margin in restaurants anymore. I totally understand it. It's probably worse now than it was before. But how can you possibly justify someone working a seven-hour shift and losing money? Mm -hmm. It makes no sense to me whatsoever. So a couple of things. Number one, stop being so cheap. If you don't want to pay to tip, don't dine out. Yeah, Get takeout and take it home. But if you're going to someone else's establishment, you're going to sit on their patio furniture. You're going to eat their food that they prepared for you and served you. You leave a tip. It's just the, the proper thing to do. If there's waitresses that are seriously saying to themselves, I think I'm going to quit because I would make a lot more money on the Serb staying home. We've got a big problem. It's
1: uh, it's brutal though, Scott. You know, you you think that there wouldn't be people out there like that, and now that we're in the midst of, a lot of people have lost money in the last little while. So when they go out, maybe they're more stingy. I agree with you. Don't do it then. Don't go out if you know ahead of time. I'm not going to tip whoever my waiter, waitress is, regardless of the service that I get. It's infuriating when I. But it's amazing how many people are like that that have that mindset. Going into it, knowing I'm not going to tip that well, or I don't understand how to, maybe they don't understand how to tip. I don't know. I remember one circumstance when I was serving, I served a massive party. Like I'm talking 25 people. I think it was a team. Um, So I had people help me. And so I was more than happy to tip out with whatever this tip was. Their bill came to over $400. Like it was a decent size bill. I thought, this is great. I'm going to make some good money because this was my only table the entire night.
0: Should have been an $80 tip.
1: They tipped nothing. Nothing. And guess what? I was supposed to tip out. Yeah. A lot of money. Thank God. And it's not always the case. I had a manager working on duty that was like, this is not okay." So they went back to the bill, whether or not they were allowed to do it. But after the fact, they went back to the bill. They took off all the soft drinks. They took off all the little spending that they could to make sure I made some money that night because it was absolute bullshit. It was terrible.
0: Well, the restaurant certainly made some money. I don't know why you would have lost money for doing all the work. That's very, very frustrating to me, Kat. There has to be a a better way. I, I wish that someone, I don't know if this would be the labor minister or someone, should take this on as a cause and put in some basic minimum standards. Nobody should lose money going to work to the point where you have to pay out of pocket. I mean, yeah, if you're a salesperson and you don't make a sale... You don't get paid. And maybe you spent a little bit of money on gas to get to that sales call that didn't actually pan out. In that sense, that's a little bit different than if you work a seven-hour shift serving and working your butt off and actually have to pay money before you can leave. That's ridiculous to me. Mm -hmm. So hopefully something changes there. If anybody has any good suggestions on how to improve it, slide into our DMs. Scott Fox on air on Instagram or cat on air. That's cat. Uh, I know we're getting a little low on time here, so I'll squeeze this in. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. I'm just going to squeeze this in here. That
1: was a perfect way to put it.
0: A new study on the ideal men's penis size found a couple of different things. They say the good news is bigger isn't always better. The bad news is You've still got to be pretty big. So the study asked women two questions. The last time you had sex, how big was the guy's dick? And did you have an orgasm just from sex, not from any other stimulation? The goal was to find out what size penis was best for pleasing a woman. The ideal size. Do you want to guess?
1: Six. 6.5. Point five
0: you say six point five inches is the ideal size to guarantee that from straight intercourse sure. a woman could have an orgasm
1: yeah sure,
0: I wish eight inches <laughs> eight inches by the way, the second best size nine inches,
1: oh my gosh, third oh no, best man, ten fucking inches <laughs> no. Wait a minute, who filled this survey? Who are these people that filled this survey out? Where did they come from? What was the source here?
0: Fourth best was seven inches. If you'd like to read this story, it is published in the Scottish Sun.
1: No, people would like to people would like to put that story up in flames, is what They'd they like want to do. Burn it in no, a fireplace. Nobody wants to read about that. Not one guy listening right now wants to read more details on why he's f- Fucking horrible, apparently, and big dick guys are better.
0: I don't know, Cat. I mean, I hear this sort of shit, and I feel so inadequate.
1: I mean, we talk- ten inches? Are you fucking kidding me? Okay, but that's ridiculous. That's rid That's that is ridiculous. When we talked about. The Small Penis website. Do you remember this podcast? And you guys can search for the podcast if maybe you guys didn't get a chance to hear it. But we talked about a website specifically geared for guys to join who have small dicks and women can meet them. This is a thing. It's we're, I'm not making it up.
0: Some women want a guy with a small pecker. Some and- of them find it very uncomfortable to take... 10 no, inches of course
1: everybody should find that that's not normal that's not that's that's abnormal and, and people will work with what they're given no doubt about it but that's that's i mean the average the point of me talking about that podcast is because in doing that podcast we did look it up and we found out the average size according to many studies was right around five five and a half inches so you're telling me
0: um it, to be specific three and a half inches soft five point two inches erect
1: that's right sorry the erect version was And i'm assuming they mean 10 erect who how many people are even how many people even have that happening in the shorts right now
0: i have no idea cat those freaks of nature that are walking around packing 10 (laughs) inches look for the fucking animal
1: look for the ones that are just waddling slightly that have a limp those are the ones maybe yeah
0: you should be at mohawk towing a cart and racing because you're a fucking horse if you've got a 10-inch dick. You
1: should have a fucking jock on your back if that's what you have going on.
0: You should have a short guy on your back at all times riding you. So you
1: you should should have. (laughs) You you make normal guys like me
0: look like an asshole. That's what you do.
1: It's ridiculous. No, it's just I can't even. I can't even with that. That's not right.
0: Okay, so maybe you're wondering what did he mean when he said bigger isn't always better. That was how I led into this conversation. Men with... 11 inch dicks. Let's process that for a second. It's an inch shy of a foot long. The last subway sub you had picture that fucking thing. Men with an 11 inch dick had the same likelihood of making a woman climax as the guy with a four inch pecker. There you go. Let me say that again. If you've got four inches down there, Congratulations. You're fine. You are perfectly you, right there in the medium. You
1: got the goods, baby. It ain't you've got s- just
0: <laughs> enough to put a smile on that
1: face. It like they say, it ain't the size of the boat, it's the motion of the ocean. And that stays true today.
0: So your four inches statistically are just as likely to make her orgasm as the guy who's packing eleven inches. Here's where it gets a little weird. And I don't want to be sliding all over the place and trying to be all things to all people here. I can tell you I'm certainly not 11 inches. But I'm also not one. Men with one-inch junk had the least success. However, imagine that, a one-inch cock. I don't even think you call it a cock if it's one inch. What do you call it when it's one inch? (laughs) That's a a Peter, right? (laughs) 13% of them did get the job done. Which seems amazingly high to me. One inch pecker gave a woman an orgasm. Good. That's great. All right. Uh, The 11 inches thing, I got to think you have a certain amount of swagger in life you walk around like you've got an 11-inch dick if you've got an 11-inch dick, right? You, you're probably the one who will show it to anybody who wants to see I it. I
1: don't know about that. I don't know about that. It, there's probably a lot of down... I know maybe... I, I, I don't know how guys feel about it. You can let me know. But like I feel like there be maybe some downsides to it, too. It's like a woman with, with lo, super large breasts. It, there's there's You feel sore. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, you've got back issues. Same thing might happen for a man with a big penis, I would assume there's some issues that go along with that. Their shorts don't fit right, and it's weird to sit down, and it's it's awkward. They keep bumping
0: into shit when they're erect.
1: (laughs) That's true, right? They're taking down everything on the desk as they turn... There's a lot of probably cons to it, too. I think it's not as, like, glorious as everyone would assume it's be. it would be, just like someone who had, like, double H It would be blessed. glorious
0: to have an 11-inch dick.
1: Like, <laughs> I don't know. I think that there's some downside to it, too, even from the guy's perspective, especially from the guy's perspective, in a lot of cases, because whether you're a partner with a male or a female, that's going to hurt, and that can't yes. be easy.
0: Okay, but let me ask you, then, since we're on this subject... If I were to walk into say the stag shop right now, they're going to have a whole freaking wall full of ten inches, eleven inches, twelve inches, and stuff like that. It doesn't. I mean, have to assume people buy them.
1: Yeah, it doesn't mean you go all the way in with them.
0: <laughs> oh, you're only doing yourself like a halfy. <laughs> so why don't you just buy a six inch then instead of buying a twelve inch and only putting it halfway in? <laughs> I don't understand. It's just you math. Stand
1: there at the it's just steak. fucking math. You should stand there at the steak shop or the love shop next time someone goes for the old 12-inch or go. Now, let me ask you some questions. Let me ask you a couple are questions. Are you going here. halfsies on this or are you going <laughs> all- <laughs> <laughs> How do you
0: even get on it? What do you have to take like a fucking running jump? <laughs> That's a long way. Shit what do you put it in on an angle and then hope to straighten it up i i don't get it like fuck i'm very frustrated by this conversation about 11 inch penises <laughs> oh my god we gotta bounce everybody thank you for listening to after nine hit that subscribe button and we will have another edition coming out soon <laughs>